Hey, it's Ryan, man. Coming to you with another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos play their first preseason game of 2023 and lose to the Arizona Cardinals 18-17. Now, obviously, preseason is all relative in terms of how long starters play for each team, in terms of what coaches are trying to get, in terms of possessions, in terms of situational football. And also, we look at this, the starters for the Broncos, if you look at that, they were up on the Cardinals 10 to nothing before both teams, for the most part, pulled their starters for the rest of the game. Now, obviously, preseason doesn't mean that much in terms of a loss. The 10 to nothing starters against starters, you can kind of take that, take that with a grain of salt, given the schemes are pretty basic in the preseason. But let's go over some things that I took from the first preseason game. I'll kind of start off with a few of the things that were kind of, mm, I don't know, concerning, questionable. The offensive line. Now, we didn't have our fully assembled offensive line that we hope to have opening day out there. But it was rough. Anyone that watched the game, you know the starters, or especially Russell Wilson, played longer than we originally expected to kind of get the scheme going. And in part, because the offensive line was very rough. Russell Wilson got hit way more than you want to see a starting quarterback get hit in the preseason. There were missed blocks across the line. Garrett Bowles looked really, really uneasy. There was one play you could see as he allowed a defensive lineman to go past him and he fell to the ground. He was punching his fist on the ground. So we have to hope that they get that figured out. The offensive line starts to gel as we move forward in the preseason and into the regular season. But did not look that great last night. And obviously we spent a lot of money on that in the offseason to get that solidified after a very poor 2022 performance by the Broncos offensive line. The kicking battle was very rough. Elliott Fry was one for two. Brett Maher was one was zero for two. My apologies, zero for two. One of the kicks for Brett was blocked. Now, obviously, Sean Payton has a short leash on kickers. So, both kickers combined during the game were one for four. You have to wonder, either he'll let it go to the next preseason game, or he's going to start bringing in some other kickers that are out there. Kickers like Robbie Gold that are still sitting out there available. Now, the other thing, the Broncos tight ends, Greg Dolchich, we we expect a lot out of him. Now, he is not listed as the official starter. Dolchich came in. He played, I would say, spot play here and there. But Albert O., you just cut him now. He was out there for a handful of plays. Didn't really do much. Wasn't really a focus of the play he was in playing on. And you have to just probably let him go at this point. Showed some skills as a receiving tight end. Now the one thing that carries over from last year. Fans were like, where's Albert O? Why was he taken out of the lineup? It looks like Sean Payton has kind of the same impression of Albert O. Listed way down on the depth chart. And it all comes down to blocking. 
He's been with us how long? And it looks like the blocking hasn't gotten any better. So I would say at this point, cut him. Let him move on to another team. See if he can cling on to another roster before the regular season starts. Now let's talk about some positive things. Russell Wilson looked more like Russell Wilson. Now you can say it was a rough first quarter, which it was. But he wasn't getting much protection, especially for the preseason, especially against base offense, against base defense. Wasn't getting the protection that he should have had. And really was throwing off his back foot because pressure was in his face. But when he did get time, he looked like the Russell Wilson of old. Threw a beautiful touchdown pass to Jerry Judy to get the Broncos their first touchdown of the preseason. And then, obviously, they took him out after that. And I listened to some of the post-game and some of the comments the next day. And there were all these comments about, well, you know, it was kind of shaky, this and that. And you know what? Patience, okay? I thought, and I was lucky enough to watch the game with my uncle as well, who's a huge Broncos fan. We both thought Russ looked pretty darn good. Looked way better than he did for a majority of last season in this first preseason game. And when he had time, he was hitting receivers for completions. He was making quick decisions. Now, yes, did he hold on to the ball a little much here and there? Yeah, but that's part of Russell Wilson's game. We all knew that when he came to Denver. George Payton that made the trade knew that. Sean Payton knew that taking over the Broncos. Now, with that being said, when Russell Wilson threw the touchdown pass to Jerry Judy, there was a blitz on and he had to have a quick decision and he had it. We got a touchdown. So I like Russell Wilson's performance. I definitely think any of these Bronco fans still out there going, well, we have Jared Stedham and we have obviously Ben Danucci behind him. And I kind of hesitate there because I want to talk a little more about that. Now, Russell Wilson's clearly the number one. He showed that he still has his skills in preseason game number one. The thing that Bronco fans should be the most concerned about is that he got hurt, hit so often. Shouldn't be getting hit that much, especially in the preseason. Sean Payton should be concerned about that. Hopefully he is. But Russell Wilson overall looked great in my opinion. Jerry Judy looked good. And let's talk about some other standouts from the game. Jaleel McLaughlin. Now, they they misspelled his last name on his jersey that aside small but extremely fast running back and he showed the speed to get outside to run between the tackles he's elusive and he's shorter so the linemen you really got the impression during the game they they can't locate him right away by the time they locate him he's already running past them now he's listed number four five on the depth chart or something like that. But you got to think there's a roster spot for him by the time this preseason's over with. Other standouts, Matt Henningsen. Now, he had a decent showing last year. He was all over the place against the Cardinals. Had half a sack. Now, the one knock on him is he was undersized, so there was a couple times he was overpowered. But for the most part, really had a solid game. The other lineman that had a solid game on defense, Elijah Garcia. Bounced around a little bit, was on the Rams practice squad. 
He had two sacks in the game, and he got a consistent push on the offensive line. Now, that being said, a lot of it backups against backups, but showed quite a bit out there on the field. Now, if we need to talk about a potential starter or at least rotating lineman in terms of defensive line or linebacker, Nick Benito lined up at outside linebacker. He had a good rush presence. He had fast recovery skills. Basically, when there's a screen thrown, he's across the field to help out with the tackle on that. He looks like he's a lot more calm and collected in terms of just reacting and not overthinking the play. Now, he got a little nicked up in the game. Doesn't sound like anything serious. And let's hope he continues to show that if he gets back in during the preseason. But really positive signs with the play of Nick Benito. Easing Bassey got a big interception early in the game that kind of changed the momentum as much as it can in a preseason game. And you could tell he trusted his instincts to cut off the route, get the interception, had a few tackles in the game. He was used very sparingly in 2022, but looked pretty good last night during his time on the field. Now, I hesitated earlier on the quarterback comments between Stedham and Danucci. Because Ben DiNucci looked way better, way better than Stedham did. He had fast decision-making. He seemed to know where he wanted to go with the ball at the snap. And looked very solid in leading the Broncos' second, third stringers down the field. And Jared Stedham, I know he got the money, he got the contract, but if Sean Payton's a coach that's going to put the best player on the field or the best player in the backup position. After game one, it's Ben DiNucci behind Russell Wilson. Really is. I don't even think it's close after watching what I watched against Arizona. Now, the other one we have to talk about, we already talked about Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton. Now, last year, I don't think it was discussed as much as Russell Wilson was, just because obviously the focus is always on the quarterback. But Cortland Sutton looked very, I don't know, I don't want to say overweight because that wasn't it. He just looked just slow and a little heavy in terms of his play. He looks like he has changed his entire routine, looked fast during the Cardinals, got open, made decisive cuts, and I think we're getting the Cortland Sutton old way back before the ACL injury. That's what he looked like. And man, if that's true, and we have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy is one and two, I know we're going to miss Tim Patrick, but whoo, that is still quite a lethal combination with those two, if what we saw against the Cardinals is correct. Now, obviously, there were a few concerns from the game, depth issues. I think we have some concerns about the depth on the defensive line. Maybe a little bit on the offensive line and in certain other areas. And it really showed during that last drive where the Cardinals third stringers and everything against the Broncos third stringers came down the field, scored, did the two-point conversion, got the winning score to win the game 18-17. to Now, okay, you can say it's backups against backups. These people don't play together very often, but it is concerning. 
The Broncos got manhandled by the Cardinals driving down the field for the go-ahead drive eventually in the end. And the other concerning thing is it is the Cardinals. They're not expected to do much this year, and they aren't seen by many as having a great roster in the first place. So that that really poses some concerns. You tell Sean Payton was ticked off about it, even in his post-game presser, basically didn't like the fact that they lost. He wants the players to be angry that they lose anything, preseason, regular season, whatever. And Vance Joseph, you could tell he was irritated that they couldn't find a way to get a stop against a Cardinals offense that really hadn't played together much, those backups. So maybe some concern for depth issues. Maybe we'll be scouring the waiver wires as other teams decide to cut their rosters down. We'll see. Now, the Cardinals, after the game, trolled Russell Wilson in his workout after they won 18-17. to And my comments on that is, really? Really? Arizona Cardinals? You're going to troll Russell Wilson and the Broncos after winning a meaningless preseason game? I mean, they deleted it later, but the point is you put it up in the first place. I mean, the Cardinals are expected to finish what? As the 30th, 31st best team in the league if they're lucky? And you're going to pull that stuff in the preseason? You're going to pull that? Come on! Really? Wow. I mean, I guess anything to give their fans hope and hype? I mean, their new uniforms certainly didn't do that. Now, I know teams are going simpler with uniforms, but my goodness. The Cardinals have the Arizona flag that they've incorporated in the past in their uniforms. They incorporate the black on the red, on on the dark red that they have, or the crimson red that they have or burnt red that they have. Now, and and you come out the uniforms you're wearing now? When I talk about the Broncos changing the uniforms, it sounds like they're likely going to even as early as next year. The one thing I hope they don't do is have their uniforms turn out like the Cardinals. Because those things look like peewee football uniforms. Let me tell you. Like, just really surprised me. Like, when you have room to talk, talk. Cardinals don't have any room to talk right now. They don't even know when they're going to get Kyler Murray back. They let a lot of talent leave off their roster over the offseason. So maybe, like I said, it was just a hype thing. Hey, we got to win. We need to hype any win because we don't know how many we're going to get this year. Very possibly. So like I said, it's a preseason loss. Doesn't mean much at the end of the day. Starters against starters, the Broncos were up 10-0. That shows some positive signs. Russell Wilson showed some very positive signs. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton on the offensive side of the ball. And we might have found some diamonds in the rough on defense. Very good to see that Nick Bonito is progressing the way they hoped he would in year two when they drafted him. We knew when we drafted Nick Bonito, it wasn't going to be an instant thing. There was going to be some work that had to be put in. And it looks like he's putting that work in now. And the other thing, like I mentioned, let's see what we do about the kicking situation. I, I don't know. Knowing Sean Payton from years past, his whole philosophy about kickers is, if you're on my roster, you make the field goals. If you don't, I'll find someone else that will. Eh, you know, one for four. Yeah, one of those was blocked, but 
could totally see Sean Payton bringing in some other kicking prospects, shall we put it, as we go through the rest of training camp and the rest of preseason. Until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos Country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.